Hello, and welcome to the Welligant Woman Podcast, a place for women over 40 who are ready to transform midlife, reimagine what's possible, and make each new decade better than the last. I'm your host, Karen Viesta, certified health and life coach. And after going through my own midlife reinvention, I can honestly say that I now experience more energy, vitality, confidence, and joy than I ever have before. Each week, I'll be sharing information, inspiration, and strategies to help you do the same. Let's get started. Well, Happy New Year, friends. I hope that you all had the most wonderful holiday and finished 2023 really strong and really peacefully. I am all for a strong finish, but not at the expense of our peace. So I hope that we can all enter this new year from a place of strength, but also from a place of peace and pleasure. Um, and I, for one, am super excited about all of the elegant goodness I've got coming your way in 2024. Um, right now, I'm in the middle of the Uplevel Midlife Workshop, and oh my goodness, it is so much fun. I'm running a group of ladies through a process. It's the process that I used to completely reinvent myself. And I've continued to use it each and every year to design the coming year. I call it the Welligant Way. And we do this by evaluating the seven key areas of life, um, by creating some goals, and by crafting a Welligant plan to get there. So you have likely heard me speak about this before. Um, This podcast episode comes out on Thursday, January 4th. And if you're listening to it today, the day that it comes out, there is still time to join. Um, And you'll want to join right away because there's a very special announcement and opportunity coming tomorrow on the 5th. And if you're participating in the workshop, you'll be the first to find out about it. So today's episode is titled, Go All In On Yourself. And I chose this topic because this is something that I've been thinking a lot about as I reflect back over 2023. You know, last year I committed to myself in a way that I really don't think I had ever done before. I truly made myself the center of my life. Um, Now, I know that sounds like it should be obvious, like, yeah, of of course you're the center of your own life. Um, But I had never really done that before, and at least not to that extent. You know, as wives and mothers and daughters and colleagues, we're just not used to doing that. We tend to give others a very central place in our life. And while that's okay, and and quite frankly, it's necessary at times, right? You know, when we have young children, um, that is something that's very necessary. But for most of us in midlife, that is no longer the case. And yet we're still operating this way because it's become a habit. And we're continuing to play you know, a supporting role in our life. We get used to that and other people get used to that. So it can be a really hard habit to break and a very hard dynamic to change within relationships. Well, in 2023, I can honestly say that I was the main character. I entered the year with some very big goals and I knew that I would not be able to achieve them unless I put myself at the center and I went all in on myself. And not only did I achieve amazing results in all areas of my life, but I felt more peace and ease and pleasure in the process 
than I can ever remember feeling in the past, truly. And as we begin 2024, I want to encourage you to do the same thing. It's the greatest gift you can give yourself and it's the best way I know to not only achieve big things and make great progress, but to enjoy the journey without feeling exhausted and burned out and resentful. So how do we do it? How do we go all in on ourselves? Well, we begin by just deciding. You know, decide to do it because you're worth it. Stop caring what others think. Stop waiting for others to validate you and stop expecting them to tell you that you're worth it. Um, In fact, I have a previous podcast episode. It's episode number eight called Worthiness, the Heart of Wellness that I would encourage you to listen, uh, to to go and listen to. Um, We have to stop trying to prove that we're worth it. You know, when you decide that you are once and for all, then start acting like it, meaning invest in yourself, invest your time and energy and money in yourself with zero guilt or shame or doubt. Make all of your decisions from a place of worthiness and watch how your life changes. I know that I can get on a soapbox about this, but it's very personal for me because I spent years feeling like I had to prove my worth. You know, it starts young for for most of us. You know, I had to get good grades. I had to look a certain way. I had to wear the right things. I had to, you know, be the perfect wife and the mother of the year. And I had to be a dedicated employee and my home had to look just so. And my bank account had to reflect a certain number. You know, you, you all know <laughs> what I'm talking about. We put so much pressure on ourselves. And it wasn't until my life got really messy and I and probably everybody else saw that I most definitely was not perfect and I did not do everything right, that I finally got this. Um, I could chase that validation for my whole life and maybe never get it. Or I could make the decision not to tie my self-worth to any of that stuff and just to live honestly and authentically and in a way that makes me feel good and that has integrity. And that was so incredibly empowering. Do I want to make the people I love happy? Of course. Do I want to show up in a way that helps others and that contributes in a positive way? Of course. But I no longer chase after anybody else's approval or validation anymore. Whether others give me recognition and approval or like what I'm doing or not, or agree with my choices or not, no longer concerns me. I do what feels good and right to me and what makes me happy with no expectations of others. It's the ultimate freedom. Um, The second thing we need to do is we need to understand that you are the only constant in your life. You know, change is normal and inevitable and it's to be expected. The important thing is that we can count on ourselves. And for that reason, When you go all in on yourself, you will no longer fear and resist change so much because you'll know that whatever happens, you have your own back. We spend so much time being afraid of change, which is unfortunate because as we know, midlife is full of it and we're so often resisting it because we tie our sense of safety and security to the things and people around us. So naturally, we don't want those things to change. 
But when we understand that the only constant in our life is us, and when we trust that we always have our own back, we can find that sense of safety and security in that. And then we don't have to work so hard to avoid change. Instead, we can just go all in on ourselves right here and right now. Um, we all have limiting beliefs, but when we go all in on ourselves, we just don't accept them as truth. You know, we challenge those limiting beliefs. Um, and this is something really important. We have to stop blindly accepting them and instead we have to question them always. And then, and of course this, this can be the hardest part, then we have to commit to changing them. You know, and, and perhaps that begins with simply knowing that you have the ability to change them. You know, this is the whole premise behind thought work. You know, we have to stop um, blindly believing our limiting beliefs and instead question and challenge them. So, you know, an example, I'm too old to fill in the blank. You know, I'm too old to do something new, to change careers, to start dating, to relocate, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, instead of just believing that thought, we can challenge it. You know, is, is that really true? Let's question it. Can I find examples of other women who have done this, um, you know, at, at my age? What you'll come to see when you question and challenge beliefs that way is that those limiting beliefs have absolutely no proof or truth behind them. And we no longer need to be controlled by them. Another thing that really helps us to go all in on ourselves is solitude. Your greatest insights will come in the time you spend alone. Work on the relationship between you and you. I like to think about it as like the higher you and the lower you. When you go all in on yourself, you will love spending time with yourself because you'll find your own mind an exciting and inspiring place to be. The reason so many women hate to be alone and, and you know, have such a hard time kind of sitting still is because their minds are so full of criticism and judgment and negativity and anxiety. I mean, who would want to spend time in that kind of an environment? But when we begin to clean up those thoughts and create peace and freedom and enthusiasm, it's so much more pleasant and productive to be alone with yourself. Going all in on yourself um, also means really looking closely at your current relationships and being willing to either reinvent them or edit them as needed. Now, I do not pretend, I will not pretend um, that this is easy. This is not, and, and I'll be the first to acknowledge that. But it is extremely important if you want to live an extraordinary life. We're so strongly influenced by our environment, and the people we spend time with are, of course, a big part of our environment. Many years ago, I read a quote by, I think it was Glennon Doyle who said it, and it just struck a chord so deep for me. She was speaking about the end of her marriage, and she said, my goal is not to save my marriage. My goal is to save my peace. I mean, that just says it all, right? 
And I think that this can be applied to any relationship. The idea that our goal is not to protect and save every relationship that we currently have. Our goal is to protect our peace. And that sometimes means letting people go or changing our relationship to them. You know, just because we were once very close to someone doesn't mean that we must always remain that close to them. As we change and evolve and other people change and evolve, it's natural that our social circle and our connections will change as well. And being very deliberate about this is a really important way that we can support ourselves. Another um, thing to, to, to bear in mind is that we have to stay engaged in and inspired by ourself and our life. It seems that many women are very worried about, you know, seeming arrogant or full of ourselves. Um, not that you need anybody's permission, but I am giving you permission to become absolutely full of yourself. <laughs> become obsessed with yourself and the future that you're creating. I mean, really, if we're not full of ourselves, then who the heck are we supposed to be full of? You know, it's normal, it's healthy, and it's absolutely necessary in order to go all in on yourself. Also, never stop learning. You know, I, I believe personally that the real measure of age is how open somebody is to learning and changing and growing. The people who seem the oldest to me are those who are super set in their ways. They don't want to learn anything new. They don't do anything differently. You know, they're just not open. And it's actually quite sad because it creates such stagnation. But the woman who is dynamic and who lives an expansive life, who's open to new ideas and experiences, that's a woman who seems ageless and and really alive a woman who goes all in on herself also takes control of the image that she presents to the world you know i think of it like personal branding she understands the importance of that and like everything else there's intentionality behind it you know she understands that what we project on the outside is a reflection of what's on the inside. And when we do the inner work, we want to have that congruence. And it often means evaluating and working on the outside as well. You know, when we don't have that congruence, that's when we feel stuck, like, you know, stuck in a style rut. Um, I have two podcast episodes. It was a two episode series that I did about this and about my own um, style evolution of the last year or so. They are episodes um, 17 and 18. It's called they're, they're called Reinventing Your Style in Midlife. There's part one and part two. Um, definitely listen to those episodes if you haven't already, because I outline a step-by-step -step process for doing that, for taking control of the image that we present to the world. And as I have shared, you know, in those episodes and and probably many others as well, um, I don't believe that this is frivolous. This is not, um, you know, superficial or meaningless or unimportant. I think that style is a real tool um, for personal development. I think it's really important to us as women, um, and especially as, as, 
you know, women in midlife, that there is that sense of congruence that I was talking about. Um, and then finally, um, maintain a big picture perspective. A woman who goes all in on herself does not get stuck in the weeds of her life because she knows the legacy she wants to leave. We all leave a legacy. So create yours on purpose. You know, what is it that you want to do or achieve? Who do you want to be? What are you teaching and showing others through your life and your life's work? It's time to get intentional about it. So to wrap up, um, this, this really is, in a nutshell, the work that we're doing inside the Uplevel Midlife Design Your Next Year workshop. Um, as I said earlier, there's still time to join. You'll receive a beautiful PDF workbook, and you can complete the exercises in time to start this year off right as a woman who is going all in on herself in 2024. Have a wonderful week. I hope to see you in the workshop, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Welligant Woman podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please don't forget to subscribe. And I'd love it if you would leave a five-star review and share it with others. Thanks again for tuning in, and I'll catch you in the next episode.